Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Time again for some music ranked with my brother Eric. Hi Eric, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great today. I'm actually pretty excited about this group because uh, this is one that you and I both favored pretty highly in our initial rankings. Oh yes, yes. And so that that group, for those of you who are curious and for some reason did not read the title of today's episode, is Blindly The clicked. Doors. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to see what podcast plays today, and then with your eyes closed, yes. No, are... I, I can, I can get behind that kind of blind devotion. That's 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 a beautiful thing, as long as podcast it's applied to the podcast. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. It is a group that initially came in at my ranks back in the wonderful 2007, the year of our music. They were like 18th, I think. They were, they were so they were in top 20, right? And I do believe that they have made significant leaps and jumps, uh, maybe some of the most in this newest ranking. And I think we'll probably be able to tell you by the end of this episode, you'll know why. Um, so a little spoiler, or that was somewhat of a horrible trailer voice. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll let it slide. Yeah, The Doors actually came in at number eight on my list. So they're, they're top 10 material, as far as I'm concerned. And for good reason. I've enjoyed The Doors... Ah, back to high school, I would say, which is where I would kind of mark my getting into music. Like everyone listens to music. Like I've been listening to music since I was, you know, itty bitty off the radio or or whatever. But when I started to actually get into music and start to enjoy music and you know, actually develop, you know, taste <laughs> and discernment, and not just oh, it's on the radio, I will listen to it. Would it would have been high school, and and the Doors play pretty heavily in that um, I had several of their cassettes that I would pop into the Walkman for my long walks around the streets of Martin's Ferry, which was made all the more exciting by the fact that I had to keep said cassettes hidden <laughs> from mom, lest the satanic panic take, uh, take its icy grip on my heart. Uh, but I have a lot of fond memories and, and, and good vibes with the doors. Yeah. What did you label these tapes? <laughs> um, I think the Window? doors tapes, the windows, <laughs> the walls. Uh, there, there were some that were mislabeled. There were some cassettes that were were labeled, uh, I believe, in Elvin, because um, mm-hmm. it, it was around the time when I first read uh, Lord of the Rings, and Appendix Three, I believe, in Return of the King, told you how to write in Elvin and Dwarven. Uh, but strangely, I don't think I did that to any of the Doors ones. I believe the Doors cassettes. I guess the other distinction there is that they weren't dubs. Okay. Uh, most most of the cassettes I had were, you know, my friends had the rock and roll and I'd, you know, flip them a blank tape and be like, hey, hook a brother up. And they would. The Doors cassettes, I think I actually, you know, went to Big Lots and plunked down for the cassette. Ooh. Uh, you know, those were less a matter of mislabeling and misdirection in that regard as it was just having them well hidden and smuggling them out of the house in, I'll be honest, tucked into my tidy whities you know, and the, the approved cassette would be in the Walkman. So if anyone, you know, tried to, you know, check me on it, I'd, I'd have approved material. And then, you know, once I, I got out of range of the house, 
I'd, I'd do the swap. So yeah, life, exci- life excitement difficult for young young Todd and his musical habits. I did not yes. have such problems with uh, the Doors or or really any cassettes for that matter. And oddly yeah. enough, it wasn't until I just went through this discography that that I had to actually grab or have physical copies of stuff. I so all of my Doors listening was radio. Um, you know, probably LimeWire, uh, Napster days. And yeah. just recently I was like, okay, well, we need to listen to the entire discography. And I looked through the CDs that I have acquired through the years and there was nothing doors. So maybe, maybe there was some greatest hits, you know, on like a compilation of the sixties in yeah. which I've heard something from that. But that, that's also difficult because what I've noticed through time is some of these bigger bands, they don't lend their songs to those compilations. They're like, nah, if you want us, you buy our greatest hits. We're not giving you any yeah. of this from licensing. So yeah. I think the doors made it onto made it onto quite a few soundtracks, which oh. would have made sense. But but compilations, probably not. The doors might be most famous for one of their soundtracks, or at least the um, this is the end is the beginning sequence of Apocalypse Now, which is pretty iconic. In yes. terms of, uh, you know, when people think of their songs and of course, you know, so, so of course through this process I go through and I listen and I watch movies and I read documentaries, well, read and or research, listen, the whole gamut. If this is your first music ranked and you just stumbled upon the doors, there's lots of research in here. Uh, one thing that I typically try to do is tie a personal a story, something that I remember from my youth to the doors and oddly enough, there is just not that many, hey, this is a Doors moment in my life. Or I remember this moment because, hey, this the Doors were the soundtrack. The closest that I had was the Doors film by Oliver Stone. And it wasn't even the film that really has made much of an impact. I actually came upon that movie because I became a big fan of JFK, the door or the uh, Oliver Stone film that basically depicts the assassination of JFK and tried to murder mystery their way and figure out who did it and what possibilities. So have, have you seen the doors uh, movie? Strangely enough, it's only been recently that I have, I'm going to say within the past year or so, because obviously two of us, yeah. when, when it, when it <laughs> came out, I couldn't see it. Cause you know, the, the doors were, were the devil's people. Which does, which really doesn't make sense, because you know I was off at college and in the navy. Like I had plenty of opportunity, I just never got around to it. Uh, and it, like, yeah, I would say it's probably within the past year or so, maybe within. It's hard to tell what time is in in the the pandemic. Yeah. It might have been just a couple weeks ago, and and for all I know, it was you know a year ago. But there was some period of time where I had a couple of hours to myself and felt like just watching TV and was flipping around like, oh, the Doors movie. I've never actually seen that. Let's do it. You know, it was a good film. Yeah, yeah. It it verified what I kind of knew because as you you're often want to mention on the, the podcast, I am a bit of a reader. And I remember in high school reading, I want to say No One Here Gets Out Alive, biography of The Doors and, and oh, Jim Morrison. And like, I kind of knew he was kind of a dick. Uh, yeah. Like, I love his music. It's great stuff. But the man himself is, was, was kind of a dick. Uh, you know, at least to, you know, my way of thinking and treating people and, and so forth. Uh, and the movie sort of verified that, uh, but it was, it was a good watch. It was, it was good stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I recently, I must've watched it years ago and just didn't remember anything. So, or maybe didn't make it all the way through. I don't know. It's kind of a dark tone and, and it is a biopic and I'm sure it's, you know, dramatized so that it's more interesting, but for the most part, yeah, Jim Morrison 
the lead singer of the doors it does tell you know i'm assuming that the and and from all accounts from podcasts and so forth i listen to it does sound like the at least the origins of the band and everything all come come to play like he he was writing poetry and he was a, he was in film school and a bit of a wild card crazy one and he you know gets mixed up with some talented uh musicians and he starts singing and he starts bringing people in because of his antics and and tone and and so forth and that is how the band was born and skipping ahead in our process here when you talk about iconic albums or just the best their self-titled debut album is up there with in my opinion the best albums ever released was oh, yeah. that one of the albums that you had on your walkman or your your cassettes i did although to to call back to the you know acquisition of said materials if memory serves the door the original doors album was one that i did not get from big lots or the dollar store or whatever i actually dubbed that from vinyl from dad's original oh. vinyl copy like like i would wait until they went to go to like the grocery store and mm-hmm. like once they had cleared the zone run down throw in the cassette queue up the album time it to hit play and did that because i remember i had to do that in i think three different sessions uh, <laughs> of, of, of dubbing it off because you know they'd get home and i'd have to hurry up and scramble to shut things down and put things away before they actually got in and and i remember uh i think it was backdoor man i i huh. just gave me the hardest time because i kept having to you know i cut it off midway through and then you know you got to find the spot in the tape where it started and key it all up like it was it was a whole process yeah. uh, but yes i definitely had that one <laughs> Listen to the hell out of it. It was very, very high quality. Good oh, stuff. See, see, I had a lot easier of a time, Todd. See, what I did is what an Amazon. <laughs> I'd like a physical copy. Yeah, right. so, uh, life's a little bit easier for me. And then some people probably yeah. could have it a little bit easier by just going to iTunes or, or right. doing the whole streaming thing. Uh, you know, Spotify, find the album. But the Doors album is fantastic. And then overall, oh, yeah. there are some dandies uh, throughout the years Then you know, in terms of history, we all everybody should know. I believe Jim Morrison is part of what they call the Twenty Seven Club, which was musicians like I believe um, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and even Kurt Cobain. The unfortunately, yep. lo- you know, left at the age of twenty seven, and we just got <laughs> pretty much the very beginning of his career and his life. And uh, from that, he's put they put together some good stuff. And then the Doors, just uh, you know, they put out one album after. Jim was gone and uh, not so hot. And then no. uh, what I would like to discuss, which is kind of new, and it's a, a little little meta, little concept. Um, I'd like to discuss this whole uh, an American prayer right after the break. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Bedline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we're back. So, Todd, The Doors, great music. Uh, sound of the 60s, I would say. 
you know, have iconic sounds. I know you're my, you, you like to karaoke the doors, <laughs> or at least if you're going to karaoke, I've witnessed you uh, sing the doors at our house. So you, Jim Morrison has a, a, a nice vibe, uh, which leads to what we call an American prayer album, which I want your thoughts. My whole process of ranking comes down to this. You know, you rank it by the group and there are some disqualifiers and qualifiers. Primarily, if you have an album and there's a little bit of concept to it, and let's say you have some 30 seconds of, uh, you know, like Moody Blues, for instance, let's say their narrator on a, a future past or so forth talks for 30 seconds. I would kind of label that as that's general, you know, general spoken word or that's that's not a real song. So we're going to disqualify it from actually hurting their ranks because it is in it's like an added flavor to the album. Right. So it might qualify for the album in terms of ranking, but not as an overall song to take them down. Well, an American Prayer is an album that Jim Morrison recorded a bunch of his poetry, kind of like in a spoken word aspect with background music that the Doors played posthumously, if I said that right. <laughs> Posthumously, you know, I, but but nah, good, good effort, yes. good effort. I, you know, I, I uh, there, you'll you'll get at least three or four of those an episode where I'll just murder a word and don't yeah. care. Uh, yes, but that's basically. So, what's your thoughts? Number one, should that should we count that as a Doors album? Number two, should those okay. songs be songs? Is there a number three? Answer, no, no, no. I okay. we don't do the rule okay. of threes on this one. <laughs> okay, good deal. So here's my take on the the spoken word bits. If let, let's say, you know, you've got an album and, and we're going to call that the entree, you know, you've got the meat, you've got the potatoes, you got the vegetables and you're going to rank this meal, right? You're ranking the meat and the potatoes and the vegetables and how well they played together and how it makes you feel right. What you're not rating is the ketchup or the steak sauce or the salt that you've put on it. Like those are just added whatever. So you're, you're rating the meal, the, you know, the individual components of the meal as songs, right? So if you've got something like, for, like you said, Days of Future Past, where there's a track that's a little verbal interlude, maybe with some music behind it, it's not really a song. I, I, I agree with you in disqualifying those sorts of things as, you know what, I'm not considering this little pile of ketchup as part of the meal. I'm just going to leave that out of my math when I'm figuring out how I'm going to rate this meal. An American Prayer is a plate with carefully arranged piles of mustard and mayonnaise and ketchup there's a little bit of salsa in the one corner yes it's it's a plate i don't consider that a meal i wouldn't rank that as a meal like i listen to american prayer it's okay if you're into that sort of thing but i did not count that into my ranking criteria either it's sort of a sort of a side thing yes and i think that was about as probably the best analogy and or explanation that I think anyone could ever ask for. Thank you for that. You making that up on the whim because I've never heard that before, even though we've had <laughs> conversations, is damn impressive. And I need that, the world needs to know. Uh, yes. So, an American prayer, uh, you know, so half of the album, so there were some songs that were legit like, it wasn't much different than some of the other Jim Morrison songs. There were some that right. were just like, hey, he's reading from a book. There's not really anything in the background. And I just disqualified them. And then there were others that were like, yeah, this is actually like, there's actually, rhythm and, and and beats and so forth in the in the background and that should qualify so but it did right. very poorly in my rankings uh right <laughs> and, and then the other ca case of of course it's labeled as jim morrison and maybe and the doors and this came right. back to the we've had 
questions about Jeff Lynn and ELO and, and all this other stuff. And, and the fact is, you know, I count the, the Doors album without Jim because that was produced as The Doors. And then right. this one was pretty much The Doors. So I threw them all in there. That is me making a call on the fly saying this qualifies in this way, even though there's no tried or true rule that says that. But for me, unfortunately, that was a, a factor and did hammer their score a bit where the doors might be a top five band for me if you didn't throw on those two last stinker albums. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I included, uh, was it Other Voices, I think, is the yeah. album that they recorded without Jim. I, I, I also include that as the doors. Bands can change lineups, whether someone mm-hmm. you know passes away or quits or, or whatever that is. So I still counted that. American Prayer, I do consider to be Jim Morrison. And I kind of put that in a separate bucket. Just because that is very much, yes, the doors are playing behind it, but it's mainly the Jim show. Whereas well, for your, you know, your, your your typical Doors album, yes, it's it's all Jim doing the singing and doing the lyrics. But there's, there's a key component of the Doors playing and that are part of the music like i i make that distinction yeah and i mean and you're and you know it is a controversial call you can do either or because from what i believe for like john lennon's albums i mean he had ringo Starr, you know playing and and maybe he might have had george play a couple times i mean but i don't call that the beatles even though it's three-fourths of the beatles so right it is a judgment call it, it I could go either way, and it's one of those things. Well, of course, well, I, I make the damn rules, and of course, this is a list that is <laughs> doesn't have any any like implications to anyone else. So at some point in time, if you know, I keep running into this situation where I'm like, well, geez, there's a guy that just released one solo album, and yes, it's the band as the backer, but it's his project. Meaning, it might have been as simple as imagine this: the lead singer's, you know, he says, well, hey, I know this is our sound of our band. And I want to come up with a concept album that sounds totally different than everything we've ever done. But I like you guys, and I want you guys to play behind. Would you be okay to be my backup studio band? I'm not asking for your opinions or suggestions. I just need you to play the music. And then I guess that could make it completely different dynamic in which you would say, well, just because they're playing, this is the – this is the solo album. So there's a possibility that maybe I say, all right, well, maybe the Doors, this American Prayer isn't the Doors. And we shift it around, and which only will do good things. So cutting. Well, to you're just chance. gonna have to. You're just yeah. gonna have to go back and do the math again, Eric. Is, well, there's is clearly a what this, what this is gonna well, be. The songs so. have all been ranked. It's a matter of uh, taking out some of the, 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 you know, the comments and getting it qualified. But overall, yeah. Todd, the doors moved from 18 to number nine on my list. Nice. They super positive. I mean, their their debut album is up in the ranks of the best albums that I've ranked so far, and they land just under Pink Floyd. Which, uh, which is all t- you know, also a, a huge favorite of mine. So from listening to their entire discography or, or most of it this, this time around, did your opinions change at all? Do you see them getting any worse or better since the, since uh, the last I would, time well, you've kind of ranked? I mean, The Doors are something that I've not really sat down and listened to as a discography like you do. Like, it's just I've grown up with The Doors. I've listened to The Doors. I know what – like, it, it's more of a – living breathing ongoing effort than a, a quick burst the exception being I'd, I'd never actually gotten around to listening to other voices their 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 last album the one with with without jim until recently prepping for this this episode uh, and i gave that a listen to and it was okay is is probably the best i can give it <laughs> i think i think i think most of the songs on there ended up being twos or threes uh, I don't think anything was so bad that I gave it a one, but nothing really broke 
through to the four star level on that album. So I guess my, technically, my if I were if yeah. I were to if I were to do the math, they probably would have taken a slight hit, but I don't know that that would have been enough to unseat them from their their high position in in my oh, yeah. my rankings. Yeah, I don't know if they will leave. I mean, there's a possibility that they could leave the top 10. You would have to, you know, obviously you'd have to find a couple more groups that are just going to slip in there. The Doors are not releasing any new albums, so their score is their score. The only thing right. that possibly could change is my my feelings on uh how how we rank or qualify an American Prayer, which would probably make them jump Pink Floyd. But I don't know if they're they have enough to jump ELO, which yeah. is uh, several hundred points higher in my no, systematic ranking. So either way, I was not pleasantly. I mean, I wasn't surprised, you know, that there was a lot better songs and more songs and and, and actual things that I enjoyed from the Doors. But for the most part, their tone and 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 what they put out there were was was enjoyable. And, you know, I, I didn't necessarily find myself a brand new favorite song when I went through the entire tournament of five star songs. There, there were some dis- difficult decisions to make. But in my reflection, I think Light My Fire is my favorite song. I don't know if it's your favorite song, but I definitely believe that it, the, the title or the concept of Fire <laughs> is probably yours. What did you find to be your favorite song from The Doors? There's definitely some appeal there, both thematically and musically, to, <laughs> to Light My Fire. I guess, again, this is this is where you and I kind of differ, where you actually you know kind of hammer through and do the tournament style to figure out what is your favorite, whereas I've just got the general notion of these are the songs I like a lot. I don't know that I've actually... Mm-hmm. I love all of my children equally. I don't yeah. play no, favorites, Eric. Uh-huh. Oh. No, no. But, I, but the sad thing is The Doors was a difficult one. It was kind of oh, difficult yeah. to choose between these songs. I'm just letting you know. There are some that it's really easy. I can honestly skip a tournament if I wanted to because I'm going to say, well, I know this is going to win no matter what. The Doors right. was actually a pretty difficult choice. There were some no. really songs that I said, hmm. And, and what I'll do is I'll listen to them. I have to listen back to back, and I'm like, man, this is, you know, it could be yin or yang. Uh, the Doors had that, but – what did you find yeah. yours to? If you, uh, what are some of yours? If you can't choose, well, like one? I said, I, I I can I can give you the the top hits. Light Light My Fire yeah. is definitely one of them. I am particularly fond of L.A. Woman. The Changeling is one that I don't know that many people would necessarily pick as a top song, but I I just really enjoy that. That's a deep cut there, Todd. The cut. yeah, the, yeah, we like that. The the end is up there. I'm gonna say it's it, there was definitely a point in my life where that would have been the top pick. I feel I don't know if it's just because I'm older or my tastes have shifted, but I, I I know that the end is still very high on the list, but it is no sure. longer in the top slot. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, sure. I would say I probably have a special affection for five to one, love me two times, and and strange days. And if I had to pick a favorite, if I had to pick which child I'm saving from the burning building first, it would probably be love me two times. Because, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, if I'm going to karaoke, there's there's something about the doors that my voice sort of works for. And I probably have performed that one the most, and therefore it sort of sticks out. I don't karaoke often. When I do karaoke, I, well, I sort of prepare for that the same way Jim did. And it involves a copious <laughs> amount of whiskey. The Morrison but uh, it's one of those things where I think the first time I actually karaokeed uh, was at a friend's house. They actually had a karaoke machine they're fancy like that uh, and mm-hmm. i'm like sure you know we'll, we'll we'll give the doors a whack that seems like something i can i can pull off because i love led zeppelin but i can't do robert plant i can't hit the the higher end of what he can do but i'm like the doors i can probably do the doors 
And it was, it was funny to me because, you know, my turn came up and one of my friends like had to dip out to use the restroom. And so I you know started singing and they came back and they're like, dude, I was in the bathroom and I thought that you guys had stopped karaoke and had just put on the album. That was amazing. So <laughs> there's a special place in my heart for uh, Love Me Two Times. Yeah, you need that. You need that. You know, there are very few bands that I could probably emulate, but it, being able to do the doors and have a go to in case you are put in that situation that's pretty fantastic uh you know todd i i will tell you i want your opinion real quick because um you are not uh as theatrical with your music as i am as we discussed in queen and so forth like that what is your thoughts on alabama song whiskey bar i enjoy it okay. I, I i guess i'm i'm a little confused because i don't know where that falls into the theatrics when you started that oh. sentence i thought for sure you were going to go off of something off of like the soft parade where they get a little, oh, or like that. when the music's over, where it gets a little, you know, sure. a little, dude, dude, you know, listen, high school drama classy, the whatever. The whiskey bar, but, Alabama whiskey bar song is 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 a bit cheeky. It's it's different, you know, with the the tone and yeah. everything. So I thought maybe right. that would either be like I absolutely hate it, or oh, it's okay. So yeah, so so it sounds like it's all right in your book. I'm a fan of that song, uh, along oh, yeah. with I believe I had 14, 14 five star hits, and that's not too bad from a band that produced at least two really bad albums at the end of their career and, um, <laughs> and, you know, maybe only five others. So that's, that's pretty darn good. Overall, the doors did really well. And um, I believe that anyone out there should number one, get download, acquire the doors debut album and, or find some of their greatest hits, which probably has five or six songs from the debut album. Any oh, lasting yeah. words for the doors? You know, listen to it. It's 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 quality stuff. I would agree with what you said and it's to me it is something of, you know, the sound of the the 60s sort of a thing. They weren't around for too terribly long, but while they were, they put out some good stuff. I super enjoy it and I I encourage everyone else to. So Yeah, and and of course, there's always. I did listen to some podcasts. Unfortunately, Jim was not able to make it during the podcast age. <laughs> there were a couple yeah. of his uh, bandmates that did, but not, none of them were super, super great. Uh, most of them were just biographies of Jim Morrison and just general overviews of the actual band. Uh, there was a really cool documentary on YouTube at the time, and I believe it's still probably on there, but it's called When You're Strange. And then Johnny Depp actually narrates the documentary, and it talks all about Jim Morrison and the doors and the creation. So I'd say check that out if you're interested in more. But as always, you can go over to musicrank.com and find the doors, uh, which are promptly nicely ranked, rated right now at time of recording at number nine, and we'll see if they ever move up or down. But you Very will find nice. them there. Very nice. Well, thank you, Eric. And again, thanks for all of your research. This has been a good chat. A little, little walk down memory lane for a minute there. I, I could almost feel myself walking through the, the streets of Martins Ferry with my, my knockoff Walkman grooving out to the Strange Days album. Good stuff there. Thank you, listeners, for uh, joining us once again for this edition of Music Ranked. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you'll find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Mm-hmm.